Show. I am your host, as always, Drew Holkreve, and Dan Suzak is with me as always. Dan, how are you doing once again this week? Uh, I'm doing great, Drew. Doing great. You know, had a great holiday weekend. Got to see my family, which was really nice. Had a lot of games that we have to cover now this week, Drew, for this episode. A lot of exciting games for us to talk about, but doing good hanging in there staying healthy best yeah, as i can yeah two-week hiatus uh, of course for the for the holidays we hope all of you had a great holiday um i know both dan and myself did um good christmas um and um yeah we're just we're excited to be back back to now the the once a week schedule right so we'll be catching you every week on thursday but um right. quickly you know i just want to Let's let's get into what what do we got coming up here on the on the show, Dan? Um, of course, we're gonna keep you up to date with our what's new in Hartford segment, and then we got like you mentioned, men's basketball and women's basketball to recap from the past two weeks, and then we'll get you ready for those upcoming games this weekend as both teams are taking on Binghamton, of course, with how the America East is doing conference play this year. But Dan, quick, so we're we're through. Uh, one holiday season. I don't know. Do you do you count it all? You know, you got Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's. Is it all considered the holidays, or is it like is I mean, New Year's I, separate? I would consider the entire month of December pretty much just the holidays. It's the it's entire. It's just all month one long. big holiday. One it's big just party, one big. Right? It's just one yeah, big holiday. Okay. One big party. I, I like uh, that. Okay, so so we're not through the holiday season yet then. All right. So we got uh, new year's coming up. Obviously it's going to be much different with uh, the pandemic going on, but um, you got any plans, Dan, any new year's Eve plans? No, I, I, I don't think I have any, not, not that I know of in all honesty. I think it's just going to be, you know, just staying at home and just taking in the new year, just hanging out, just relaxing. How, well, how about see, you? My, yeah, you, you messed up there, Dan. The correct answer is I'm going to be listening to the red tail talk show. on on new year's eve um is what i'm gonna be doing and then new year's day obviously you got some games on you can watch out there a little sad for me as a hockey fan you're not gonna get the winter classic this year but anyways enough uh jibber jabber dan all right let's get it i I, I, I need to bring up one more yeah at at what time do we need everybody to press play on the red tail talk show so they bring in the new year with your voice saying welcome to the red tail talk show oh well i mean 1201 eastern time uh no no no, no. you know what i'm right? talking about like if you start at like 11 59 the night before oh like, so that it is and what exact we need to figure that out so we that's can let a great know. question i don't really know how much of brass bonanza plays before i come in i want to say it's like <laughs> uh yeah yeah great great intro song i want to say it's like eight to 12 seconds so no, we'll, we'll you know, figure that out. I know we'll that's a thing. That I know that's we'll a thing. That later, you know. And yeah, I know that's a thing. They're like, oh, if you start this movie at this time, you'll hear this. Yeah, but that'd be cool. Twelve oh one Eastern time. Welcome to the Red Tail Talk Show. You know, yeah, that'd be exactly. that'd be great. I might have to. Uh, we're gonna try that this year. Um, but we'll maybe we can get that out beforehand so everybody can participate. That'll be that'd be great. Exactly. I love where your head's at, Dan. Uh, all right, so let's. Let's get into the show now after this here. We got what what's new in Hartford, right, Dan? Okay. Uh, obviously, we talked last episode about the Hawk Rewards app, and you can still get in on that um, because we send you push notifications um, so that you know about game times as well as uh, where to watch it because, as we know, most of the time you get, you know, ESPN Plus or ESPN3 ahead of time. Uh, but as we're finding out with the craziness of this season, sometimes you don't know. So if if we can't 
get you the information in time, you know, mm-hmm. the Hawk Rewards app, that's the next place to go for that one. Um, but then, of course, we got cardboard cutouts, right, Dan? Exactly. Dan, this past week, big, big cardboard cutout for your mom, right? She won big the Hawk cardboard fan of the, Yeah, Hawk fan of the game for Mrs. Suzak. That's right. So if you didn't have a chance to buy your cutout yet, you still can. It is not too late. It is never too late to buy your cutout. Because, Drew, you do get the chance to be the fan of the game sponsored by Thomas Hooker Brewery, our friends over at Thomas Hooker Brewery. And like you said, yes, my mom, my wonderful mom, Deborah, won fan of the game. And because of that, she won flights for four from Thomas Hooker Brewery. Yes. Now we have to we have to disclose to everybody that this isn't just, you know, for everybody. We're not trying to cheat the system here. Hartford Athletic employees, of course, uh, cannot participate in this. But, yes, your mom can. Your parents can. And so congrats to Mrs. Suzak on winning the flights for four, um, as well as the rest of our, our winners thus far. And we'll have many more this season. So, yes, Dan, it is never too late to get your cardboard cutout in. It's a $100 donation. Um, and you get your cardboard cutout and your commemorative ticket. You can go to hartfordhawks.com slash fill the nest for more information on that one. And then lastly, our virtual programs, Dan, um, they've been going well so far, um, but just a new way to kind of get you in the game, keep you in the game while you're, you know, obviously not allowed to be there. Exactly, Drew. And, you know, just to go along with that in these programs, we do feature uh Amazing interviews conducted by our own broadcaster, Jeff Dooley, not only on our current Hawks players, but also on former Hawks student athletes. So make sure you check those out every week when we release them. You can find it on our social media platforms or by checking out HartfordHawks.com. Very true, Dan. So now it's time to go around the nest and let's get everybody up to date on what's happened last two weeks here in Hartford athletics with men's and women's basketball. We'll start men's basketball. Dan, what do you got for me? So men's basketball, we're kicking it all the way back to before Christmas when they hosted Maine to start conference play on the 19th and 20th of December. I believe it was at the chase arena game. One was a good win. Started off one and zero in conference play with a 63 to 60 win versus Maine. And the story we have to tell about this game, Drew, is Hunter Marks came up huge in the last few minutes of the game, especially with the game-winning three-pointer with only two seconds left in the game. Hey, we talked about him last episode, right? We were talking about the whole team, and then we were like, oh, we almost forgot about Hunter Marks. Well, you can't forget about Hunter Marks because here he is stepping up big for the team. It was a huge three, actually, a, a broken play. Moses Flowers with a great save on the baseline was the start of that play. And then Hunter Marks, of course, finishing that play off, putting the three in the bucket, and Hartford escapes with a win. But, hey, you'll take him any way you can get him at this point in the season. Exactly, Drew. And also in that game, Tracy Carter continuing his hot start to the season, leading all scores with 15 points. And we'll take this next storyline into the second game, which was a convincing 65 to 50 win over the Black Bears, completing the season sweep. We had DJ Mitchell scoring a career high 21 points off the bench. DJ was just on fire from beyond the arc. Six three-pointers, which is the most in a single game since the 2018-19 season. The team was just on fire from the floor they couldn't miss shooting a season best 46.2 percent from the field and like i was saying earlier really featured the return of miroslav stoffel drew 
Yes, Miller Stoffel was great to have back a presence down low, but also you talked about DJ Mitchell. I mean, threes left and right. That kid could not miss. Uh, it was great, and it was a much better uh, performance. Obviously, they, they escape in game one, then they come back in game two, and they play their brand of basketball, a, a very convincing 65-50 win uh, to start off 2-0 and in, in conference play. Exactly. You can't get much better and off to a better start than they did against Maine. And that was the start, uh, the continuation of a five-game win streak, which is the most since 2013-14, I believe. So the Hawks were Hawks were rolling. They were going in hot into New Hampshire, into Durham, New Hampshire, to take on the Wildcats. But an unfortunate setback of a 69-77 loss against the Wildcats. Yeah, of course. We, we got to talk about this um, with – being on the road, especially in, in this new, you know, people calling it the coronavirus season, the COVID season, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really know what the travel is like and how that can be, and especially playing a back-to-back. So opening up at home was nice, and they got two wins. They looked pretty good um, here going on the road. Um, not not making excuses here, but we, we don't know what it was, but it, it didn't look like the Hawks from earlier, so hopefully they can get back to that. But, yeah, opened up with a – a 77-69 loss looks bad um, eight by eight points, but they were in that until the end just due to fouling and free throws is where New Hampshire kind of got away. I believe it was tied 69-69 at one point there at the end. Exactly. And I mean, there's not a, there still is some positive to take out of that game. Tracy Carter, again, game high 21 points, but also hard for knocking down a season high 14 three pointers on 44% shooting. So they continue their hot streak from the floor and they're continuing to knock down shots from beyond the arc, which, I mean, if you know basketball at all, there is the saying you live by the three, you die by the three, Mm -hmm. but it looks like we're hot from beyond the arc and we're going to take advantage of our three point shooting going forward into the season. Yeah, for sure. And you definitely saw that. And and at times, maybe they were shooting a little too much from behind the arc. But again, if that's your game, I mean, that's what you play. And again, it felt like just every time Hartford, you know, had a basket, had an answer, had a big moment, UNH just answered right back. So it was just a back and forth game of two good teams going at it. And and there's, you know, they just come out on the wrong end of that. But all you can do is, is come back. Of course, you know, in the in the next game and, and another heartbreaker, 53-51, right? We ha- had a chance there at the end with Tracy Carter. You got the guy you want taking the shot just a little short. Exactly. It's, it's a tough one to lose that game, especially when you have a chance. It was a good look at the end, just unfortunately it doesn't go down. But, uh, I mean, as we were saying, as hot from the floor they've been, this is just a down game they had. Just couldn't seem to buy a bucket, some poor shooting. But you learn from it. Two hard losses on the road, but they get to come back this weekend. Uh, we'll get into that later, but they get to come back to the Chase Arena and hopefully try and bounce back from what was a disappointing weekend series. Yep, and that, and that's all you can do. You just got to look at the next game and the next series. And 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 uh, as we've seen around the conference too, I'll put this in there real quick. You know, NJIT, the new team of of the conference coming in and and upset in Vermont there at the buzzer. Um, it looks like a wide open conference. So just because you lose a game here or there, you can't let it, you can't dwell on it and let it turn into four or five losses. You just got to mm-hmm. come back, win the next one uh, and go from there because uh, it, it's anybody's conference this year. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Drew. It's just been, it's a fantastic conference to watch if you're a neutral fan of the game, but uh, especially if you're a Harvard Hawks fan, this, 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 the conference this year is definitely wide open. It's up for grabs and I don't see why we don't have a shot at it. 
Yeah, so so now let's let's get into some women's basketball. Now recapping, of course, their uh, opening series against Maine, um, and then their last series against New Hampshire. That's right. So to kick it off at the Maine series again, back before Christmas, uh, taking on the Black Bears, opening up with an eighty-five to fifty-seven loss. I mean, Maine was just unbelievable. All credit to them. They're an, they're a great team in the conference. They're going to be up there competing for the. Uh, conference championship every year but they were just on fire today uh but for the hawks though we had freshman paula marina leading the team with 12 points becoming the first freshman to score double figures in their hartford debut since sierra da costa back in 2016 and 17 so you know give credit to maine they played great but there were some bright spots for the hawks and we definitely saw it in the next game the next day drew Yes, definitely. That first game, too. I mean, they've been dealing with, with, with COVID stuff all preseason, and, and that was their first game. Meanwhile, you know, Maine had, had already played a couple of non-conference games, so not only are you playing a team that's already gotten some games under their belt, but you're playing the top team in the conference. That's a tough first game to start with. Um, we saw early on um, they were they were in it, but then, of course, in the second half, Maine runs away with it, but it didn't matter. They were, they were ready to come back the next game, like you said, uh, and they gave Maine all, all they could handle uh, in that second game and, and almost pulled it off. They did, Drew. They started off much better in that second game, even leading 27 to 22 at the half. And they gave, they gave Maine a fight. They played better defensively. They just, I think they, they took that opening loss. They, they kind of took it hard, but they used it as fire to come back in the next game. And like you said, they, they almost came away with it. Maine, again, just their one uh, guard, Dorsar, hit an unbelievable, just crazy NBA distance three that was, it was heartbreaking. But again, some more bright spots to take. They held, they hung in there against the best team in the conference, I would say. Uh, we had senior Nina Farkich leading the Hawks with 13 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Every game she's played in right now, she seems to be stuffing the stat sheet. So still, even though two tough losses to start off the season, still a lot to look forward to from this team. And we saw that in their next series against New Hampshire. Yeah, but real quick in that second game against Maine, I think you saw them kind of start to find their game a little bit defense, right? Uh, you talked about Dorsar hitting that big three, but prior to that, I mean, they had kind of shut her down as well as Milan. And it, it, I think it was, it was, they play off of their defense and that's what you saw in the second game. And of course, a much lower scoring game in that one, 52 49. Uh, and it just wasn't meant to be at the end, but you know, you talked about Nina Farkic. I think she kind of started to find her game with not being afraid to drive to the basket. Um, I felt like there were so many times she was driving to the basket, laying it up and in, making tough contested shots. And then that starts to sink the defense in. Now she's kicking it out and you got the open threes. So they really found their game in that second one. And then, yes, Dan, I think it carried right over into their next series against New Hampshire. Yeah, and then speaking about that series against New Hampshire, they opened it uh, a little bit of a little bit of a hiccup to start play. Uh, the, we get the, the series getting pushed back a day. So instead of it being Sunday and Monday, it was Monday and Tuesday of this uh, last week. But even with that in mind, they did not let that get to them. They came out with a 53 to 50 win, their first win of the season to go to one and two in conference play. And this game was all about Charlotte Lurs, Drew, leading the Hawks with career highs in both points and rebounds with 19 and 14 respectively. But this was a game where you really saw that team defense and that team attitude. They all stuck in together. And I, there was just one moment, Drew, I think you know what I'm going to be talking about. In the last closing minutes of the game, 
last time out with only maybe 17 or so odd seconds left. We saw it on TV. We saw him on the bench just taking a collective deep breath as mm-hmm. a team. And that's just an incredible moment to watch. Yeah, I think that's what you got to do in moments like that. Sometimes you can let it get away from you. And, and, and as I've you know talked about in, in my past um, athletic career, uh, you don't want to let the game speed up on you. You know, you want to slow it down in those types of moments, those those crucial moments. Um, and I think they really did there. And as we talked about finding their game being defense, they utilized that right at the end. They held the Wildcats scoreless in the final four minutes and three seconds of play, Dan. That's incredible, I mean, Drew. I mean, hey, if if you don't let the other team score, you're going to win. It's exactly. as simple as that. Defense wins championships. Yeah, because UNH, had a, they had a really good third quarter. And then in, in that fourth quarter, especially that last four minutes there, the defense really came on strong. And as we talked about, taking that final deep breath. And, and in the final seconds, you know, New Hampshire inbounding under their own basket with a chance to tie and they can't even get a shot off. I mean, it was just a great finish to the game there uh, and they pick up their first win of the season. Exactly. And one play we're not even mentioning drew is the incredible block that Jordan McLemore had just came out of nowhere, essentially from behind and just absolutely just stuffed a layup attempt from a New Hampshire player. And there's just been nothing but good things to say about Jordan McLemore and her leadership with the team this year. You hear Coach Valley say in her post-game press conferences, and you heard it again from Charlotte Lurs and hers after putting up a career-high 19 points and 14 rebounds. Everything was going for her. She was banking shots in left and right, but she really focused it on Jordan and her leadership and how her being kind of like a floor general in both offense and defense has really helped out this Hawks team. And I think that's something that we'll continue to see going forward, and it's something we're going to need to be talking about a lot more. But um yeah. yeah, so in, into that second game then, too, obviously, they, they, they finish off off the sweep, right? And you talked about it getting moved back, and, and that's where we're going to see this entire season is just obstacles to overcome, and it's just going to come down to where you can't make excuses. You just got to battle, and, and so they thought they were going to be playing a, a day earlier. They're not. Now they're pushed back, and, and they still come out two, two big games. And then you talked about Jordan McLemore's uh, leadership and it definitely showed in that second game she she really uh, started to to find her game I think offensively in that one as well as um, the Hawks really um, bounced back right and exactly and I, you know they 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 play a tough main team and lose two games but they're in that second one they just use that to to lead into the next series they win two now and now now they're going into Binghamton on a two-game winning streak and they're starting to starting to find their game and it's gonna be exciting to watch and again another another conference that's wide open right you know you got Maine at the top but if you can compete with them you know lost by three points who knows you you never know what's going to happen at the end of the season and and that's what you gotta love about the America East you really never know what's going to happen Exactly, Drew. And and to just go back and talk about that second game, finishing off the sweep, it was a 64-57 to 57 win. Uh, Hawks were led by Jada Lucas with 14 points, but there was also key contributions from freshman Marissa Lee having a career-high nine points and nine rebounds off the bench in her freshman season. She had a crucial and-one putback layup in the last closing minutes of the game that really sealed the deal. And uh, the Hawks, you know, just free throw shooting, free throw shooting, free throw shooting, made eight in the final two minutes and 14 seconds. And that was what pretty much gave them the win because they struggled from the floor in that second half, didn't make a single three pointer, but defense 
just good team offense, you know, utilizing free throws, utilizing the, uh, the paint and inside shots. And they showed that they can just stick in there. They can make adjustments and they can pull out wins. Yeah. And so it's going to be exciting to watch. And like I said, you know, they got the series coming up against Binghamton on the road. Uh, So we'll get to see the Hawks women's basketball team on the road for the first time and see how they handle that. But it's going to be exciting coming off of these two wins to see how they perform. Um, And so with that in mind, let's, uh, you know, obviously we've talked about it being Binghamton, but just for more details, let's preview for the fans there at home what we got coming up uh, in Hartford Athletics this week, Dan. Exactly. So this week we uh, ring in the new year with contests on yes. January to 2021 Saturday. to 2021. Right? We just s- got to put that out there. We're, we're ready to get out of 2020. Here we come 2021 full, full force, our foot's on the gas and, and we're never taking it off. That's right, Drew. That is very right. So we ring in the new year. We ring in 2021 with a weekend series against the Binghamton Bearcats. Our men will be at home on Saturday, January 2nd and Sunday, January 3rd. Meanwhile, our women's team will be traveling to face the Bearcats in Binghamton on Saturday, January 2nd and January 3rd. Both the men and the women for Binghamton are coming off their first wins of the season after splitting weekend series against the UMBC Retrievers, the men taking down UMBC on Sunday, and the same thing with Binghamton taking down UMBC in their second game. Drew, how can we watch our Hawks this weekend? Yeah, how can we watch our Hawks this weekend, Dan? Well, for the men, it's ESPN3 on Saturday, so that's good for all of you who don't have ESPN Plus out there because no problem. Go to watch ESPN.com and you can watch it or in the ESPN app as for Sunday it's on ESPN plus which of course we talked about last episode is going to be that five dollars a month uh subscription um and it's not just for uh watching Hartford Hawks games though that's probably the only uh good reason to buy it um (laughs) outside of that you got other other things on there I was joking of course right Hartford's all we care about of course but there are other things that come with that subscription um so that's on Sunday and then for the women as we talked about with this crazy season we don't know yet it has not been um told to us yet what uh channels they will be on for Saturday and Sunday or where it'll be streaming so again as I talked about earlier in the show Hawk Rewards app you download that in the app store or in the Google store uh and download it you will get push notifications on game day of again time and where to watch it and with COVID going on you know any changes any cancellations like we had this past week will also be bringing to you on that app as well so Hawk Rewards app need it and uh, if you want to get exclusive content and make sure you can see all Hawks games this year ESPN plus is probably something you might want to invest in. That's right, Drew. I, so I have. I have too. I have too. You know, I, I do have that whole Disney bundle. Yes, yeah, yeah, I did the Disney bundle too, right? So it's, and it's, real it's quick, I'll deal. throw that out there. You know, <laughs> I'm all about our fans, you know, getting the best out of their money, right? So exactly. the, the Disney bundle, it's $13 a month. You get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. It's great. Love it because, you know, big Star Wars guy. I love Mandalorian. I already know. We talked about it last season. <laughs> You're not a big Star Wars person. We don't have to get hey, into it. It's fine. Hey. Hey, 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 to be fair, me and my girlfriend, we did sit down and we watched every Star Wars movie. We watched them all, Drew. Really? 
except the first one. We'll we'll get into that later. We'll talk about that. Okay, also. okay. We we don't have time to waste for the, for the fans there, but uh, we'll we'll have answers next episode on Dan's Star Wars epiphany, basically. Um, but other than that, Dan, do you have anything else before we say goodbye to the viewers on this uh, fine afternoon? Fine afternoon. I just hope everybody has a safe and fun new year don't do anything crazy don't do anything stupid uh yeah technically we're coming to them on uh new year's eve so that's it's the true. 31st today dan that's true so don't do anything stupid yeah. tonight yeah don't tonight do be safe you be know. safe be safe but have fun uh i hope just the next year is a lot better than this year i don't think it can get much worse yeah i don't uh, think it can and that's why i'm saying here's to 2021 everybody uh, and like I said, um, full speed ahead into 2021. Let's get out of 2020 while we can. And uh, but again, let's be safe doing it. Again, I, I'm probably just gonna play some Mario Kart. Been been big into Mario Kart, you know. Ooh, very nice. So uh, very nice. Might, might might play a little bit of that. Because um, what's more fun than Mario Kart on a New Year's Eve night, right, Dan? I can't think of anything else, Drew. Well, I and really there'll be can. there'll be some sports on. Yeah. Uh, yes, a lot probably of some bowl games, you know, for you college football fans out there. <laughs> but anyways, that's going to wrap it up for the second episode of this wonderful yet confusing season two. Uh, I am, of course, Drew Holker, your host, Dan Suzak. It's been a fun time. Uh, join us next Thursday for sure. the next episode of the Red Tail Talk Show as we will get you up to date on what has happened. Uh, with the Binghamton series and then preview the the next series to come. But uh, that's all I got, Dan. Anything else? Just as always, Drew, stay safe, stay healthy. See you in the new year and go Hawks. Go Hawks. (laughs) 